Welcome back to The Prenup, the podcast where we share the best wedding tips, trends, hacks from all of the top wedding professionals, celebrities, influencers, and more. I'm your host, Adriana. Today's guest is none other than the founder and CEO of a little company you might have heard of called Honey Fund. Every bride, groom, anyone who's registering for their wedding has at least heard of Honey Fun. If you've not heard of Honey Fun, you're definitely going to want to get on it immediately. It is so helpful and efficient for your honeymoon planning, and it makes it easy for your guests to gift you things like money toward your flights, hotels, excursions, activities. It's pretty genius, especially for people who maybe have all the things they already need for their house and they don't want to register for any more vacuums, mops, uh, handheld mixers. This is something that your guests can give you that you're actually going to be able to put to use and enjoy yourself with. And there's so much that Honey Fund offers that I wasn't even aware of. So Sarah so graciously came on today and answered some awesome questions. She's a wealth of knowledge about everything honeymoon related, not just registering, but stays, hotels, restaurants, activities, every question you would want answered. She's the person you want to talk to. So we're really lucky to have her today. It's an awesome episode. You can check Sarah out. I linked everywhere you can find Honey Fun below. And please reach out, rate, review, and let us know what you thought of this episode. Hey, Sarah, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good. Give me just one sec to get the right camera going here. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. (laughs) I can hear you. I can see you. Can you hear and see me? Yep. Yay. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thanks for the invitation. I'm really excited too. Yeah, I'm pumped. So happy to be here and ready to talk honeymoons. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm ready to talk honeymoons as well. It's such a hot topic because, uh-huh. you know, Honey Fund is something that I recommend to all of my brides. I used it for my oh. own registry. Thank yeah, it's you. it's such a great service. I I feel like everyone knows about it, but for anyone who doesn't, can you just explain it a little bit? Yeah. Are we, we're ready. We're recording. Okay. We're recording. Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, Honey Fund is a wedding registry where couples can receive the gift of their dream honeymoon from their wedding guests instead of or in addition to traditional housewares. And it's totally fee-free. We've been around for 17 years. And our mission is to make the honeymoon happen for all couples. So we, we know from our own research and from 17 years in the business that a lot of couples won't take a honeymoon because of financial pressure or time off not aligning or, you know, just not as common in their, you know, family or culture. So we're here to make sure that happens because we know that couples who travel together and who take a honeymoon are more likely to be happily married. I love that statistic so much. I know, me too. (laughs) I feel like, you know, regardless of when you're taking a honeymoon, because sometimes it just doesn't align with going right away after your wedding, but you know, we talked about it and a lot of my couples will talk about whether they're going to take one or not in general. And I'm like, you have to do it because it's such special time traveling together, of course, is so special and important, but doing it as a newlywed or just to commemorate that time, getting married and look back on all the work you put in and, you know, what it took to get there. It's so, so special. And Honey Fund not only offers the registry service, but they you guys offer so much information for honeymooners and travelers alike. But when you're 
planning your honeymoon, it's a little bit elevated because you might do some things that maybe you wouldn't on a regular vacation. (laughs) Yeah, we we definitely like to talk about the difference between a honeymoon and a regular trip, right? So a honeymoon is going to have more excursions. It's going to have more time for you to be intimate and connect with each other, whether that's, you know, a spa massage or, um, or just time, you know, unscheduled time, it's going to have romantic meals and, you know, that bottle of champagne with dinner or whatever it is that you two enjoy together. So, so yeah, there's a lot. And those are all the things that people love to give to your honey fund. So we really like to help couples get creative about all the fun things they're going to do on their trip and all the things that can make it more of a honeymoon, like even upgrading to first class on your flight or getting that room with a view at the hotel, all those little extras can really make it feel a lot more special. Absolutely. You're so, so right. And it is, it's, there's just something magic and sparkly about a honeymoon. You know, you have that special, special feeling. So kind of in that vein of having it be a little bit more special, A lot of couples want something different. So in your expertise, where have you found that's maybe a really special destination and you can have multiple answers and maybe somewhere that people don't often go to, um, somewhere under the radar or underrated? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's so many great places in the U.S. to start off with and okay. you don't have a passport, that's okay. Like you can still have an amazing honeymoon, right? Yeah. There's places um, all over the coast of Florida and the Florida Keys. You, have, you know, Hawaii is, you know, doesn't require a passport. Sure. Um, you could take a cruise to Alaska. I mean, that's something totally different and nobody would think to do, but like you're literally up close with glaciers and whales and things that, you know, people don't see every day. Um, you could go to, you know, the Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and just like hiking and the cabin, rustic, you know, cozy fireplace kind of honeymoon, or you could go to the Poconos or Niagara Falls. Like there's just so many great places in the U.S. So that I like to tell couples, like, don't be overwhelmed by, you know, having to get a passport, right? Yeah. California, amazing destinations, lakes, rivers, mountains, skiing, you know, um, the ocean, obviously, um, vineyards, you know, there's just so much to do like everywhere across the U S yeah. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you said, honeymoon for everyone. So if it's not really within your budget to travel for two weeks to Tahiti, you know, you can take a two, three night stay somewhere local. There's so many gorgeous places all over the state. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Or you could even do 10 days and drive across the country or to start in San Francisco and go through Napa and then end up at the Grand Canyon and then, you know, go visit, you know, the Southwest. I mean, there's so many cool things you could do just with, you know, a van or an RV that you rent that could be a lot more affordable than flying somewhere far. <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you are going to, if you have your heart set on international, um, I've really been interested in um, Eastern Europe lately, Turkey, um, the Republic of Georgia, I recently found out is the birthplace of wine. And there's so much history there, like ancient history. And we're not just talking Roman history. We're talking like, you know, thousands of years of human history there. So um, I think it's just really a cool place to explore and it's, it's got a ton of natural beauty and then the food and wine is all different, you know, it's just something different. 
Um, and then, you know, a lot of people have been to the typical places in Greece and Italy, but there's a lot of off the beaten path destinations in Greece and Italy, you know, um, in Italy, like if you go down towards the boot and towards the tip of the boot, you'll find some really old, wonderful towns to explore that are just a lot less expensive than Rome and, you know, uh, Milan or the, the big cities that you hear of Florence. And then in Greece, you can go out to some of the lesser known islands, um, you know, do a day trip maybe to Mykonos, but stay somewhere kind of, you know, off the beaten path. There's so, so it's a whole world to explore. How do I start? Oh, know? absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, that's, it's such a good point because when you are traveling to, you know, a Rome or a Mykonos, it, it can get congested, especially in that busy season. And you're probably able to get such a more authentic experience and, you know, chat with locals and be among people and, you know, just have, yeah. have a unique experience. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, you know, seeing the sites is fun too, and you're probably gonna have to fly into one of those big cities. So, you know, maybe do a day there and then get out into the culture and the lifestyle of the locals. For sure, for sure. So just kind of in that main of traveling overseas, I think a lot of people, especially if they haven't traveled overseas before yet, um, wonder about cultures and customs and how to behave. So, you know, it's gonna vary everywhere that you go, but <laughs> what do you think is a good method of finding out what a person should do to kind of familiarize themselves on other cultures? Yeah, so my favorite thing to do is check into the hotel, go down to the hotel lobby to the bar and start talking to the bartender. People <laughs> at the hotel speak English, right? For the most part. And they're going to sure. be the ones who can interpret the culture for you and tell you. You could ask them fun questions like, how could you tell right away I was an American? You know, and, the, and they'll say yes or no, but usually they'll say yes. And you say like, how could you tell? And they'll say some things that are just to them so obvious, but to us, it takes a minute to learn, right? Like, uh, there's also tons of great TikTok and, you know, Reels content around like what different countries, cultures think of Americans that you can watch. And that makes it kind of fun and interesting to learn, like, you know, how are they going to be able to spot me or what are the things that I should really be aware of before I go? You know, but my, like I said, my favorite method is just get there, start talking to the hotel staff. That's really good advice. I've never heard that. That's actually so, so smart. I'm going to try that. And um, like you said, you know, on TikTok, Honey Fun actually has such great tips on your Instagram and TikTok pages. I follow them and I linked it there. So everyone check that out if you do have other questions about those kinds of things as well. Um, so, you know, talking to bartenders, um, hotel staff, concierge service can be a big help. Do you find that, you know, making use of a hotel concierge or, you know, a separate concierge or a travel planner, do you find that to be kind of the way to go or different for everyone? Yeah, I think it's definitely uh, a personal choice. Like if you feel like you are so, if this is your very first international trip or you're just not familiar with travel in general, I think using a travel agent or a travel planner can be really helpful because they can think of all the things that you wouldn't think of, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, even down to details, like when you get out of the gate at the airport, take a right and follow the signs that say, you know, whatever baggage is in that language, you might not know, you know, um, or they can arrange for a pickup for you, a transit, a transfer from the airport to your resort, just so that at least that part is smooth and you don't have to worry about the stress of, you know, a, being a brand new traveler with your 
you know, partner that you just got married to and not wanting there to be like potential for the honeymoon to start off wrong, you know, like with a bad. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so the travel planners can help you with the, the, those kinds of details just to make things go more smoothly. They can also really help you if you're just really not familiar with it, with a place and you want to know like, what do, what would be like a don't miss in this location? What do I want to make sure that I do? And then they can, they can, they know all the best, uh, tr um, tour guides, for example, or the best drivers or the best, you know, the best, um, local foodie guides that can take you around to different restaurants and things again, that make it more of a honeymoon and less of just a regular trip. Definitely. Definitely. And you know, every trip is going to be different, but some people like to go on a trip and they're like, we're just going to relax and we're going to wing it there. Um, I don't like that plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yeah. I like people to prepare and figure out, you know, at least what they plan on doing, think they want to do, you know, mm -hmm. an area of that. So, you know, do you have any tips or advice on figuring it out? figure out what you want to do in a certain time frame. You know, it's limited time that you're on your honeymoon, but you want to see everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I really love Rick Steves. I think he has the best travel guides. He's been to every destination or sent people on his staff that write about it. And if I, if I really feel like I need to get to know a destination, like a big one, that's going to be hard to choose like Paris or London, where there's just so much to do. It's like impossible to do it all. Right. Um, yeah. You can get a really good breakdown from a good travel writer like Rick Steves. And, um, and then, you, you know, you read the book together, you and your partner, and you choose a few things that you both are super excited about. And you each give each other one thing that, you know, one of you might be excited about. And then it gives you all the information about how to book it and all that stuff. So that's a great option for people who don't want to pay a travel planner. Definitely. And even just kind of browsing the Honey Fund registry, you can find some cool ideas of, you know, Definitely. what you maybe would want to do while you're there. So um, what, what kinds of things does Honey Fund offer that sometimes people are surprised to learn? Oh, okay. So Honey Fund is essentially um, a place to receive funds toward your honeymoon. <laughs> A lot of couples use it for all kinds of different things. So yeah. couples use Honey Fund for home down payments or DIY projects or, um, you know, even starting a family like um, IVF treatments or wow. fun and interesting different type. Like we have a couple right now using it to um, help pay for an immigration visa for um, one of the partners is, you know, needs to get their um, immigration visa to live in the U.S., Wow. Uh, yeah. So you can do it for anything. And what we advise our couples to do is think about what are the, what are your goals like in the first year or two of marriage? And where do you think, you know, after the wedding is all said and done and after the honeymoon is said and done, like, where do you think you're going to need some financial support? And you can literally just put those things on your honey fund and let your friends and family help you. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I always think of it in a way of, you know, it's for your honeymoon, which is yeah. great. And it's a great way to use it, but you know, I, I never kind of put those together that you can really use it to start to build your life as well. And, yeah. you know, it's, it compartmentalizes it because you can get, you know, checks or cash or whatever, but sometimes it takes having it put away in a certain area to say like, okay, this is our saving for this or that. That's really yeah. neat. And you can keep your money in your honey fund for as long as you need your honey fund while it will always be there for you. So it's great not to mix it up with your everyday checking account too. <laughs> Sometimes those funds just fly out the door and you wonder where, what happened. <laughs> Especially when you're planning a wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
the money just seems to go everywhere. Um, okay. So, um, just kind of back in the vacation realm, do Mm -hmm. you have a favorite just across the board, like a favorite excursion, hotel, restaurant, anything, Mm -hmm. you know, in your travels or recommended to you that Mm -hmm. you're like, this is one wild thing that couples should really try to do. Yeah. So I want to talk about Mexico for a minute because I really feel like Mexico was a rock for me during the pandemic. I visited three times during the pandemic. They were always open. They were always friendly and welcome. Their protocols were like top notch. I never felt unsafe. I never got sick. Like, and I'm, I, I'm so grateful for for Mexico being there during that time that I want to give them back like a lot of travel now that COVID is resolved. Right. So, um, or at least now that we're able to travel again. So, um, so I visited Cabo, um, one of the places that, um, I just fell in love with during the pandemic. And it's imagine like the Pacific ocean meets like the desert Palm Springs vibe. Um, it's just so beautiful. The people are so wonderful. There's so many resorts you can choose from, um, there's tons of different timeshare companies that could give you a deal on like a four night stay in exchange for attending a trip. That could be like a really cheap way to go. But the the big, wonderful, amazing experience I had in Cabo was a restaurant, a cliffside restaurant called Sunset Mona Lisa, where you oh. dine while the sun is setting. And then when the sun sets, they ring, they do this whole dance with all this beautiful music and like celebration. And it's just so incredible and beautiful and the food is delicious. And yeah, it's like a six course meal. And, you know, it's just, it's totally over the top. Put it on your honey bun. You got to do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I actually heard of this. My sister, believe it or not, was there. And she said the same exact thing. She said it was just an unreal experience. Like you could never imagine. Oh my gosh, that sounds so beautiful. Yes. Listen to Sarah, put this on the honey (laughs) fun. I actually, I actually saw a wedding reception happening there one time. So you could probably have your whole wedding there if you wanted to. Wow. Wow. That sounds gorgeous. Where else did you visit in Mexico? Uh, We went to San Miguel de Allende, very old part of Mexico, um, central kind of South of Mexico city. They had really beautiful old architecture churches and squares and, you know, just blood meandering streets, you know, very, very European in feeling, um, really loved it. And then we also went to Cancun and just, you know, did the whole beach, beachfront hotel with the pool and, you know, all inclusive. (laughs) You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah. There really is something for for everyone there. It's so true. Like you said, you know, the history and the architecture and then more of the high end things in Cabo and Cancun, like maybe you want to party a little bit more. So it's for many, it's also a relatively easy place to get to from here, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Cabo is a three hour flight from San Francisco and Cancun is like a three hour flight from like, I don't know, Houston or something or, you know, Tampa. So, so easy. Yeah. So easy. Okay. That's amazing. Really, really good tips. So when I told my Instagram that you were coming on, everyone was really, really excited and they had lots of honeymoon questions because honey fund is, is kind of iconic. So, um, do you mind if I ask you just a couple from Instagram? Not at all. I would love love to hear them. (laughs) Okay. So this question was from Sam and Sam said, We are contemplating a tour guide through Italy for certain activities of our honeymoon, but I'm worried it won't feel intimate with people we don't know. Any advice? 
Yeah, so I really like the idea of a private tour guide. Um, and this gets back to what you were saying about like, how do you know the customs and things? This person can not only take you around the city and, and talk to you about the history and things like that, but they can be kind of your personal, like, you know, cultural guide too, which is really helpful. Um, and you can book it on Viator. It's not that expensive to get a private tour guide in most cities. So I highly recommend if you can swing it again, put it on your honey fund. Your friends and family are more than happy to help you fund that. Yeah, it's a great way, I'm sure, to get to know the cities and the culture, too, and just kind of have, like, a liaison between you and anything yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Really good advice. Okay, awesome. Um, the next question is from Jenny. Uh, she said, recommendations for honeymoon in the U.S., which you gave us some awesome okay. recommendations. Is there anything we didn't touch on? You hit some really good ones. Yeah, I recently found out that the only truly all-inclusive resort in the U.S. is in the Florida Keys. And so okay. I would look into that for sure. Um, I also really love um, Tahoe is in Lake Tahoe is in the state of Nevada and California straddles the two. It's got such amazing natural beauty. It's great for a winter honeymoon because there's tons of skiing and um, summer hiking and, you know, lake activities. So I love, love Lake Tahoe. Um, I would also consider it's not U.S. exactly, but British Columbia, Canada, um, a lot of, again, lakes, mountains, natural beauty, like really beautiful place to visit and, you know, not quite as, um, you know, more accessible culturally and language wise. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Um, the next question is from Brianna and she asked what the top honeymoon destinations with culture, beaches, and short travel time are. And I guess that's relative to where you live, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really love Jamaica um, because you got, you have so much culture, you have so much, you know, they speak English with their great accent. That's so fun. Um, and the beaches are awesome and the resorts are awesome. The weather's awesome and it's close, relatively close flight. Um, I also love Hawaii. I feel like it's a national treasure and not enough people have discovered it, you know, like um, yeah. the culture there is just really special and, um, something you've got to experience once in your life for sure. And if you want to stay closer to home, um, you know, depending on what side, if you're on the East coast, um, there's a lot of great, um, options, um, South of Florida and the Caribbean, like, um, there's, um, you know, Puerto Rico, which again is, you know, U S territory. So easy to travel to there's, um, the Grand Cayman, which is uh, in the Bahamas, lots of beautiful beaches and um, people island vibes there. So I would recommend those for sure. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I hope everyone's taking notes because we're getting some really great nuggets here. Um, okay. So this is um, a really good one. This is from Alexandria. And she said she's doing a seven day destination wedding in Costa Rica. Should we just honeymoon in the same country? Okay. I love Costa Rica and I, you know, growing up in California, there were lots of people like in college and stuff that would go to Costa Rica, like on a study abroad and they'd come back and they'd be like, have you been to Costa Rica? It's so amazing. <laughs> and I would always just be like, oh my God, stop. You don't, do you hear yourself right now? But then I went <laughs> to Costa Rica and it was so amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard nothing but the best things. One of my friends actually took a solo surf trip a couple years ago yeah, yeah. and he got the tattoo, everything. 
Shout out to John. Um, But he talks about it to this day. A lot of people liken it to Hawaii a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but it's, it's just its own like culture. I mean, the Spanish speaking, but like, I can't even describe the way I feel like Costa Rica is just one of the most special places to visit the natural beauty, the ocean. Um, and so to get back to the, the answer to the question, I think there's more than enough to do in Costa Rica that you could really enjoy, like visiting some different parts of the country um, and not have to worry about another plane ticket. I mean, you're, you're having your wedding there. You basically have like free, you know, fare to the, your honeymoon destination if you just stay in the same country, right? So, um, so yeah, if depending on where she's having her wedding, I might recommend, um, the Osa Peninsula is one of the most, um, biologically diverse places on the planet. You're going to see so many birds and animals, monkeys and trees and all kinds of amazing, um, wildlife. And it's on the Gulf of Dulce, which is this really beautiful sort of, um, easy, like, uh, ocean, but it's, you know, it's within a bay and there's a, there's a guy that lives down on the beach named Poyo that teaches people to surf and you can learn to surf in this, on these really gentle waves that come into the Gulf of Dulce. I mean, it's like, so there's so many amazing things to do. I highly recommend staying in Costa Rica for your honeymoon. That sounds like a fairy tale. Yes. Alexandria, just stay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And like you said, you know, she doesn't have to stay in that same area. There's so much to explore, I'm sure. So really good tip. Um, and then Gillian asked any recommendations for 10 ish day Hawaiian honeymoon and realistic budget. So we were just talking about yeah. Hawaii a little bit. So yeah. I, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm really, really jealous that Gillian's spending 10 days in Hawaii. And I'm, I was <laughs> thinking about it. Like if I could, if I could plan 10 days in Hawaii on a realistic budget, like what would I do? First of all, I would totally go to Airbnb and I would look for, you know, places that have, um, you know, less than 150 a night, you can stay, you know, five, six nights or something, right? Mm-hmm. That cuts your hotel cost down a lot, your accommodation cost. Um, I would try to go to a couple different islands if you can. And there are really cheap flights. Like I once visited uh, Waikiki and just like booked an on the spot hopper over to Kauai for like hundred dollars oh. per person. I mean, it's, it's so cheap. Yeah. So um, Hawaii, absolutely beautiful, mellow, you know, peaceful, Waikiki and Honolulu nightlife action restaurants, you know, like the original Roy's is there. You gotta have like your high-end Hawaiian food. Um, so I definitely recommend trying to go to a few different spots. I've never been to Maui. I've never been to the big island. I would want to look there again for either Airbnbs or great hotel deals. Um, I would start with Hyatt hotels because they have like the best, um, uh, value of like points. So if you have points on any of your credit cards or like like a chase, for example, that gives you global points that you can transfer to different programs. Um, that that can be a great way to get like a nice hotel, like a Grand Hyatt for like relatively cheap or upgrade to a nicer room with points. So, um, so yeah, that's what I, that's where I would start. I could go on for days. <laughs> I, I love those tips. We actually visited, I went with a group of friends. This is almost six years ago now. We were actually there this time, six years ago, oh. but um, we were on Kauai and it is just so, we did the same thing you're recommending, recommending, excuse me, Airbnb. And the cool thing about Kauai, and you could speak to this too, it's not heavy nightlife. You're going mm-hmm. out, like you're eating the local fish. You're hanging out with the local people. You're doing a lot of hiking. There's not a lot of paid excursions. So right. 
you know, if you are kind of trying to do Hawaii on a budget, which at 24, I certainly was, um, I think it's such a good starting point. And yeah. if you can do other islands, like you said, of course, you know, do that too. We had friends who jetted to Maui after, but I just loved Hawaii. I would go back a thousand times over. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, use your honey fund to get all the fun extra stuff. Like, go to a luau. It's totally worth it. You get like the full cultural experience. It's so much fun. The food's so good. Um, and you get like, it's a nightlife thing to do, you know? Um, and then, you know, visit some, of, t- rent a car one day and drive around one of the islands and just, you know, see the sights. I mean, it's such a treasure. I can't even say <laughs> enough about how it is. It's so magical. Okay. Awesome. And uh, just a couple more questions that I have. So these are just some, some fun questions that I like to ask everyone and they're more in the wedding vein, um, but they kind of apply to everyone. So um, they don't have to be rapid fire. You can go off however you want, but um, what (laughs) is, and it's very fitting for you, but this is someone I asked everyone, what is your top honeymoon recommendation? If you had to choose one. This is really hard. My top <laughs> I would go, I'm going to give it to Mexico and I'm going to say it. Cabo seven night all inclusive. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. What is your dream wedding cake flavor? Lemon. Oh, babe. Love le- like a lemon raspberry for me. Ooh, yeah. so good. <laughs> um, what song do you need to hear at a wedding? Okay, I've had it stuck in my head all day. It's I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Great song. It's, it's going to get everyone, everyone moving. And it doesn't even matter where you're from or, you know, how old you are or whatever. It's just everyone's moving. I love it. Everyone knows that song. I think you're born just knowing that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's universal. And Sarah, one piece of wisdom for anyone planning a wedding or honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. This really gets down deep for me. Um, Honey Fund is totally committed to lifelong love and happily ever after. And there's a few things that we know from our research and just from, you know, studying relationship science that are super important to setting yourself up for lifelong love, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things is when you're planning your wedding, like really work together on it. Don't leave it to just to one person, whatever you want, honey, kind of a thing, because you're missing an opportunity to learn the, the skills of working together on something that's going to be important to both of you, difficult to accomplish, expensive. And there's all these trade-offs that you have to make. And there's all these budget conversations. And there's, you know, it, I think we let the emotion of the, the perfect day override an opportunity for us to really like work together and learn amazing tools that will help your marriage for years and years to come. So dig in and like, you know, get in there and don't just like avoid conflict by letting one person run away with it. That's my advice. Yeah, that's such good advice. It's kind of your guinea pig for collaborative marriage efforts. You know, if you yeah, can financial, get- emotional, like all the stuff that makes decision making hard for a couple. So yeah. Yes. Exactly. Dealing with families, the merging of families. I mean, that's <laughs> boundaries, in-law boundaries. Huge. You gotta, you gotta know how to do that for years and years and years, like learning to put each other first agreeing to how you're going to handle a situation, 
going out with the United Front to the friends, the family, whoever, you know, all of that. It's so important and you can learn so much and, and set yourself up for marriage success if you, if you take that opportunity to do the work together. That's huge. Yeah. I love that. That's such good advice. Thank you so much, Sarah. Is there anything else that you want to really share about Honey Fund or anything at all? Honey Fund is here for your happily ever after. We're totally fee free. We, we really want you to have the best wedding and honeymoon. We have lots of different tools to help you do that. Our, our customer service team is here. Five-star team, totally excited for your happily ever after. So come and sign up and get an account and we'll, we'll get you going. Yes. Everyone, please, please do yourselves a favor and do this. I swear it will be one of the best decisions you make in your registry. It is awesome. Um, and everywhere that you can find Honey Fun is linked below and check out Honey Fun's social, TikTok, Instagram, they're on everything. And like Sarah said, you know, just go on, they have blogs, they have so much information. And Sarah, thank you. This was so, so helpful and informative. Thank you, Adriana. It was so nice to meet you. Have a wonderful You too. Day. Yes. Take care. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Sarah.